Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex. Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex. Two pickup trucks making love. American made. Listen up, Auto Thoughts from the Septic Clowns. You're listening to Prime Cuts, a non linear history of the Transformers franchise on television. I'm one of your hosts, Audrey. I'm your other host, Nero. We got a, a very special man with us in these episodes tonight. Um, right. And then also some more serious stuff happens. Actually, two two really cool cameos. Yeah, some uh, great episodes this week, as per usual with Earth Spark. Yeah, uh, continuing to pull in characters, mostly from IDW, um, and, and G1G1. Yeah. Um, oh God, that's who voices breakdown. Okay, wait, who voices him? I was wondering who it was. It's fucking Roger Craig Smith. It's Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> oh, he does got to go fast though, don't he? He does. Uh, um, yeah, we watched Missed Connection and uh, what is this one called? Security Protocols. Yeah, um, which are episodes thirteen and fourteen of Earth Spark. Um. Tarantulas is here. So um. <laughs> yeah, we got so the, the kind of a trill uh, a little bit of a trilogy here of the last three episodes, mostly being about the Terrans and their feelings about alt modes. Comes misconnection. Yes. Uh, so we start misconnection with a day off for the whole family. Yeah, no school day, which means. Uh, everyone can hang out except the barn is exploding and no one knows why. Also, no one knows where Nightshade is. So presumably those two things are connected. You won't believe it, but they are. <laughs> um, Nightshade is a little inventor non-bine. Yeah, they're building like the training drone from A New Hope pretty much, but with way more shit that it can do. If I ever use the word boy to describe Nightshade, please understand that I'm doing it in the same way that the McElroys used to describe the mayor of Second Life. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, they are a bit of a cream-faced business boy, of a, oh, yeah. a little inventor boy here. Um, yeah, so this fucking, they have made an orb uh, <laughs> to replace Bumblebee, pretty much. The Smart Trainer 5007. And when someone asks why the Smart Trainer, why why is it called that? Uh, Nightshade says the, the first 5006 tried to destroy me. Funnily enough, this one does as well. <laughs> yeah, still not quite there. I, Twitch is the one whose who's dad too is Wheeljack. But Nightshade and Wheeljack sure do have a lot in common. Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe like Nightshade's gonna be the uh, Springer of this show. They're just gonna get a bunch of dads, huh? Yeah. So they def- they defeat the orb, um, but Nightshade isn't too mad about Bumblebee blowing it up or whatever. They're just like, oh, yeah, well, I'll I'll get to right to work on the new one. <laughs> and Meanwhile, like, like everyone else is like, oh no, we we've destroyed yeah. Nightshade's special thing. It's like I'm so sorry, Nightshade. And they're like, no, 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 it's fine. I'll just get to work on Smart Trainer 5008. It's no biggie. And everyone's just yeah. like, do you want to, like, hang out? 
Well, yeah, they're like, well, now that that's not, like, distracting you, do you want to, like, play with the rest of us? And Mo in particular goes, it's not a day off for all of us unless we're all there. Um, and Nightshade's like, no, I'm good. <laughs> Bye! See you later! Not in, like, a dismissive way, just not yeah. understanding of the invitation, really. Just like, well, I'm fine here. I don't really see why I would have to... All of these robots are are, are autistic, is the thing. Is all They're neurodivergent, are. for sure. Um, so... Um... Uh, Don and Alex... Yeah. Don and Alex are like, okay, this maybe needs an intervention. Yeah. So Alex gives Nightshade, you know, they're they're worried that Nightshade might be getting too, like, siloed off in their own little projects. Yeah. Um, So Alex is like, hey, you know, you should try branching out and doing other stuff because your siblings would really like to hang out with you. Uh, And Alex gives Nightshade a a sci-fi book that he really liked as a kid called Winged Sentinel. Yeah. It uh, it's about a owl. It's like a yeah, the owl is important. It's, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a sci-fi fantasy thing. Judging from yeah, what, it's like the Guardians of the it. whatever it is. It's like Guardians of Gahul in space. Yeah, I think. Guardians of Gahul. Um, it's like what if Star Wars was about owls? And it just happens that it was written by a local, um. A local author who is buried in a cemetery nearby named Dee yeah. O'Neill. That's the reveal. So at first, Nightshade's like, Nightshade loved this book. Right? They're like, oh my god, I didn't realize that you could make such vividly, you could, you could write such vivid Im- like images into a book. It's amazing. I love the I love the written word now. They're, they're so, I find Nightshade such an interesting character there because they're offbeat in such a, peculiar way even for being offbeat like it's really hard to mm-hmm. get we, we've talked about this before but it's pretty hard to get a read on nightshade in yes. general as a character um they like this is not necessarily behavior i would have expected from them they seem very level-headed and logic-minded i wouldn't have thought necessarily that they would have been regaled by sort of like heroic fantasy stories the way that they are here. Yeah. But, you know. But they are, so. It's, you know, it's one of those things where we actually haven't spent a terribly long amount of time with Nightshade. They've kind of just been in the background of most of these episodes. Even um, so, like, even after this episode, I still don't feel like I can read them. <laughs> they are, they ha- they're a tough nut to crack. They're, they're very yeah. much, they're very much, um kind of kind of an, an enigma but they are very excited to talk to d o'neill about stuff and they say like i wonder i wonder if they would like my projects too so they go to hashtag to get o'neill's last known address and hashtag very cheerily tells nightshade uh that d o'neill's last known address is the witwicky cemetery neither of them know what that means judging by uh hashtag stone and nightshade's confusion and also, hashtag, I mean, this is just a little bit further ahead, but it, it, after this scene, when Nightshade does return back to the forward, hashtag's like, so did you talk to your author? Yeah. They don't know what death is. Um, but, yeah. Well, they know what death is. I don't, I, I apparently don't know what cemetery is, which means that, no. hey, now we know that Cybertronians don't bury their young. 
or old or dead. I don't know why I, he said young. I don't know why either. Um, so they go to the cemetery. They find a they find a ornery old uh, groundskeeper there who tells them to go away. Except and then the, says it says it exactly the same way again. And there's also a hologram. And Nightshade's like fascinating. <laughs> yeah, and also flickers in and out of existence. Like they go into a tomb um, and find a secret laboratory filled with Cybertronian and ghost tech, and then a gigantic mechanical spider attacks them. Well, before that, they also find, I would say, proprietary technology that is webbing. Yeah, that's uh, that's not ghost tech. That's that's that's, some, that's uh, not ghost or even really distinctly Cybertronian. That is. That is just Tarantulas. All Tarantulas, baby! Yeah, Tarantulas is, of course, the gigantic mechanical spider, because we don't know that many other ones of those. Um, I mean, it could have been Black Arachnia. That would have been a pull. That's right. But Tarantulas uh, tells Nightshade, please leave. Yeah, Tarantulas is, like, getting ready to attack attack them and then like pauses and like looks at them it like has like claws over them and all that and then it's just like you're a protoform oh you're a baby <laughs> like I-, I can't remember what exactly he says I- it's something along the lines of sufficiently unthreatening yes <laughs> to like it's like you are you're a protoform you're sufficiently unthreatening please leave <laughs> By the way, Tarantulas is voiced by Alfie Allen, the yes. young Greyjoy from Game of Thrones. Um, I think he does a pretty good job. Yeah. Um, the English accent is really fun on this Tarantulas. I, okay. I love this Tarantulas. This moment here where he was like, you're a baby. I'm not going to attack you. I was like, oh, no, I love him. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I love a Tarantulas. I can't do this. <laughs> This Tarantulas is not hiding away from civilization and the other Decepticons because he's a freak, like Beast Wars Tarantulas, or because he's kind of a freak, but also making some crazy shit, like uh, IDW1 Tarantulas. He's just hiding away because he doesn't want to, he just doesn't want to get involved in that shit. He just doesn't want to be, like, he doesn't care about the war. He just wants to live his goddamn life. Well, uh, it's more than that. It's, it's, he's scared. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, exactly. He wants to live a normal life, but he knows that he can't do that as he is now. He's like, I'm so tired. And he explains all this to Nightshade. So, like, Nightshade reacts to him not attacking them very similarly. He goes, uh, you know, you're sufficiently unthreatening. And they respond with, you're oddly not Decepticon-like. Seeing the Decepticon symbol on his chest. Non-standard Decepticon behavior. And Tarantulas goes, well, I'm not your standard Decepticon. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Nightshade... Nightshade doesn't seem to be scared of him at all, really. Um, and they they ask him, you know, what are you doing here or whatever. And, and basically, Tarantulas just, like, immediately starts uh, trauma dumping on them. Yes. A little bit. Um, but, you know, he says that, like, I'm so tired of running from Ghost. Um, the war's been over for 15 years, and I can't, like, 
I just want to be free. I just want to start a new life. And as soon as I have a working human model, like Avatar, that I can put out into the world, that's fine. I'll remotely pilot it. My body will stay here, but I'll be able to at least experience life. Um, yeah, basically he's working on a hollow matter avatar. Right. One that can interact with the world in a meaningful way, rather, rather, rather than just being a, a normal hologram. Right. Um, There's also a line I liked here because one of you know Nitro says, "But the war is over," and Tarantula basically goes, "Yeah, they've said that a lot over the past four million years. I remember the war being over several times. It never fucking stuck." Yeah, no, that's a really good one. Um, and <laughs> I can't remember exactly what it is that Nightshade says, but they say something along the lines of, um, like, why... Uh, oh, oh, right, that's what they say. So Tarantulas explains this entire plan, and they go, well, would you really be free then? Mm-hmm. Um, it's like... If you have to hide everything that makes you you, then would you really be free? And Tarantula looks at them and goes, you're a protoform. You wouldn't understand um, until you have, uh, like, you wouldn't understand. You won't understand until you have an alt form. And what we get here is, like, Mm -hmm. incredible trans-to-trans talk. Yes. Um, Like, very explicitly. Because Nightshade basically goes, I don't want an alt form. And Tarantula at first sort of like dismisses it the way everyone else has sort of dismissed it where it's like that's ridiculous like you are a transformer trans an alt mode is your birthright which is a very interesting choice that of is words. a really interesting way to put it that he puts it yeah yeah it's like you are a transformer an alt mode is your birthright and nightshade responds by saying aren't i enough as i am and um Tarantula, there's this incredibly sweet line from Tarantulas where he says, an alt mode is not a missing piece meant to complete you. It is a fur- it is meant to be a further expression of yourself. And suddenly all the lights go yeah. off in Nightshade's head. <laughs> Nightshade gets a nap because no one was explaining it to them the way that made sense to them. Just yeah. like how, you know, when someone invites them, like, hey, why don't you come hang out with us? Nightshade, does- Nightshade just goes, well... I'm fine over here. They don't, they don't get the whole, like, they want to hang out with you too. Yeah. And, uh, this is the moment for them where you can just hear boogie, woogie, woogie, woogie. Yep. (laughs) Um, in the background. And, and they're just like, I've never thought of it that way. And Trench is like, okay, well maybe you should. And at that point, having now adopted Tarantulas as his second, as their second dad, um, Nightshade is like, okay, cool. Um, I'm going to help you get the fuck out of here because you've just rocked my entire world. Um, and it turns out what you're missing is an actual human perspective because you're only coming from, you're trying to make a human avatar, but you only know Cybertronians and there's your problem. Yeah. So they help Tarantulas get some parts he needs for this thing. And also like, yeah, I'm going to, I'll teach you because like, they even say, yeah, your human avatar does not act normal or believable. Um, so I'm going to help you figure that out. This is, a, a, as they leave to collect the parts, um, this is the part where they turn to Tarantulas and say, like, why are you even doing this? The war's been over for 15 years. Mm-hmm. And Tarantulas is like, yeah, I've heard that before. Um, and I can't remember what prompted it. Nightshade something 
uh, Nightshade basically questions him. It's like, so why are you choosing to do it this way? Like, of all the things you could have done. Oh, it was, or something like, you made choices. It's like, you chose to be a Decepticon. Mm -hmm. Um, right. Uh, Because it's like, well, why are you in disposition? It's because you chose to be a Decepticon. And Tarantulas responds with, um, I never chose chose to fight. I chose to survive. And now I choose to live. Yep. And that line's gonna stay with me for a long time. (laughs) Wonder what Tarantulas did during the war. Because it does not seem like Tarantulas... He's obviously a really good inventor, but he is not the mad scientist that certainly V-Stores and to a degree IDW is, right? Like, this Tarantulas would not make the fucking noise maze. Probably Um, not, but he may have. I mean, what you see see in this Tarantulas, I think, is a lot of guilt. Yeah. I guess we never hear, we don't hear anything from Bumblebee about if Tarantulas has that kind of reputation or not. Of like, no, you know, you're responsible just hear, for making some crazy shit. My my guess is he made some bad weapons, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, general war war crime stuff, but not necessarily the sicko stuff we've come to expect from Tarantula. Yeah. So Nightshade heads back home to pick the the orb up. Um. And, and brings it back to... Oh, th- there's a very good moment here. Because they, when they get home, everyone is crowded around this goddamn orb, the, the, the battle they thing. They fucked it so bad. They're trying to fix it, quote unquote, and they've just messed it up so bad. And Nightshade goes like, hey, what's everybody doing? And they all look so guilty and they hold it out. It's like, we just want to... We felt really bad about blowing it up. We were trying to fix it. Nightshade just grabs it and goes, great, thanks, bye. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, this is exactly what I need. And look, you've already done the work of starting to uh, yeah. disassemble it. Thank you. <laughs> okay, bye. And then they just leave. <laughs> and everyone is just kind of lost about what's going on. Um, but when they bring it back to Tarantulas, Tarantulas asks, so like, what do you this, want? But this is want a to? weird part, part because yeah. they like leave it in front of the entrance to the tomb. Yeah, like and then they hide. <laughs> and then they call out, they're like, Tarantulas! Yeah, I don't know <laughs> why they do this. And Tarantulas comes out and sees it, and is like, like, in Spider-Mode and crawls on top of the tomb and, like, looks down at it, and then he's like, what is this? <laughs> and Nightshade's like, it's the part you need to complete the connection. Yeah, I don't know why they hide behind the statue. I don't know why they make a little, like... Game out of this? Yeah. Um, why, why they're being so coy? <laughs> but Tarantulas asks, "What do you what do you want in exchange for this part?" You know, obviously thinking transactionally, and Nitra just goes, "I only want to. I I just want to hang out. I just want to help you build your your projector." So you're my dad, boogie woogie woogie woogie. Yeah, <laughs> and Tarantulas goes, "Well, I you know I could use a new uh, I I could use a new lab assistant." now this is is where the alt mode conversation uh oh yeah um sorry yeah i I skipped ahead there between the two uh the two scenes um at the end of it they figure it out like they Mm -hmm. get it done um yeah there's a great montage that shows them working together yeah it's super cute and also like this is also the point where tarantulas is like oops i've also adopted you you are my 
my child. Yep. Um, now this is uh, this this is an interesting part. So, you know, they 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 get it done, and Tarant yeah, Tarantulas asks Nightshade, "Do you want to come with me? Like, do you ro- do you want to do you want to yeah. flee the conflict together?" Um, hey, hey, I just met you, and this is crazy, but you're my child. Let's flee. Let's flee ghosts together. Yeah, because um, he's like, this war is gonna heat up again, like one hundred percent. Uh, and I don't want to be here when that happens. And I want to be as far away from Ghost as humanly fucking possible. But Nightshade says, no, I have obligations here in Witwicky. I, I would like to go with you, but, you know, I've got stuff to do. Um, and Tarantulas finds that an odd thing to say. So, of course, what he does. Because, look, this Tarantulas is much more kind-hearted than most other Tarantulases. I Still a fucking sneaky guy. I was so genuinely upset by this. So Tarantulas follows Nightshade home. Um, but also there's there's a there's a conversation Nightshade has with Dot and Alex before this that I found really interesting. Um where they ask Dot, like, you know, are all the, you know, not obviously it's, not it's all the just with are bad. Dot. Yes, it is. Alex it's, is not it's, there. Yeah, it's not with Alex, it's just with they Dot, are asking it, about Megatron. Yeah. Well, they want, so they go back after the second meeting and they're like, like, they don't explicitly say it, but you can see that they're thinking, it's like, ooh, I wonder if there's a way that we could, like, get Tarantulas to be accepted so that Mm -hmm. he doesn't have to run from ghosts and he doesn't have to do all this. Like, that's clearly what they're trying to do. So he approaches Dot and, so they approach Dot and um, they ask her, like, how did the world except Megatron after only knowing him as evil Decepticon Megatron. And Dot's like, well, you know, Decepticons aren't inherently evil. Um, You know, they made choices, and a lot of them made bad choices, but no one is inherently evil. And everyone, Autobot, Decepticon, human, deserves a second chance. And sometimes, and then she continues, like, sometimes they squander those second chances. Well, yeah, because because Nightshade follows up with, what about the Decepticons that are in hiding or in prison? And Dot's like, well, sometimes they do bad things with those second chances, too. Speaking of which, um, yeah, but like, Tarantulas... Yeah, Nightshade's, before we get to Tarantulas, you can see that, like, Nightshade's like, cool, cool, cool. You can see that they're, like, really thinking, like, oh, I could do this. I can make this happen. But there's a little misunderstanding. It's a sort of of kidnapping uh, of the Magi situation. This is Um, so upsetting. Because, okay, so what Tarantulas did was he looked up the Maltos. He's like, who are these people Nightshade is staying with? Um, And he looked up. Dot and saw that she was a ghost agent, and so immediately, like, oh well, obviously Nightshade is their prisoner. I am going like, to, and this is the obligation feel... that they were talking about. Therefore, what I am going to do <laughs> is kidnap them and wipe their memories. Like, I feel so much for Tarantulas in this episode. Yeah, he literally the entire time was only trying to do the right thing yeah. and it sucks like it sucks to watch this it's a it's a perfectly understandable choice that he makes given the information he has available right like 
he just doesn't know the situation, so he immediately jumps to, well, if Ghost is involved, it must be bad. I'm so um, upset about crying over a fucking tarantulas. So yeah, he's got the... By the way, this this memory-wiping gun he has, he mentions that it was Ghost technology meant to wipe Cybertronian minds. What is going on over there? Yeah. Uh, so Optimus, he, did you know about this one? He can... So, okay, order of events. He comes he tracks down the maltos goes to their house he overhears while looking for them or just it's unclear what his plan was when he got there like it was pretty he was obviously trying to look out for nightshade but to what Mm. extent not as clear but he hears alex and um dot talking about nightshade after having this conversation like like dots like and then they they were talking about the septicons i don't know what to do about them like we have to do something about them and alex that is that is the thing that causes tarantulas to go uh yeah and alex is like yeah no something has to be done about them and tarantulas is like what they mean of course is we will have a talk with them what tarantulas assumes is ah dissection or something and again given the events of this world a pretty reasonable thing to Look, to interpret yeah. that as frankly it's, so like, tarantulas is not entirely in the wrong here the, yeah. i understand the thoughts that brought him to that place especially you know once again he doesn't know everything he doesn't know about all of this family stuff yeah so, so he uh he he yoinks them he yoinks them just sees them their parents get kidnapped by a giant evil spider. Um, Bumblebee drives up just as like Tarantulas has like ru- skittered off with them. Oh my god, stop! Um, has skittered off with them, and he's like, "Okay, what's that? What's up? What's happening?" And Mo and Robbie are like, oh, "They took her parents!" And like all the Terrans are like, "Oh my god, they took her parents!" And like Nightshade is in the back, and they're like, "Oh." fuck oh no oh no what did you do and they like very slowly retreat away from the rest of the group until they can like fully turn tail and run back to the cemetery because they know that's where tarantulas is going so when they so tarantulas puts the maltos in his web upside down um but dot has very dexterous feet well, a dexterous foot. A, a she has a single dexterous foot, and she cuts them free. Um, and uh, you she know the like whole time, tarantulas. Tarantulas is sort of like monologuing. Yeah. Um, this is where he brings up the fact that this fucking forget me gun, uh, is is modified ghost technology because it's originally only meant to work on Cybertronians. Is it he, like, here? Because I'm pretty yeah. sure he brings it up when nightshade is in the room that's true well yeah they, they yeah they break free and quick very quickly tranches is like where the fuck are you going yeah oh he stop no he he says something more threatening he says he grabs dot fu- fully grabs dot takes her mm-hmm. off off the floor and says you'd never make it to the door yep um which is that's, a pretty good line and that's that's, that's when, a beast wars tarantulas line right there yeah, um, and that's when Nightshade is like, put her da- gets there and is like, put her down, step away from them, get away from them. Mm-hmm. And this is the point where 
uh, Tarantula is like, it's like, Nightshade, you're here. Fantastic. I'm going to save you. I'm going to save both of us. I heard them, overheard them talking about what they're going to do to you. Uh, and I knew I had to act like immediately, but it's fine. Uh, we can get out of here. We just can't go if these two know that we're going to be leaving. So it's fine. I'm just going to erase their memories using technology that, by the way, was used on our kind by ghost during the war. And I'll wipe their memories. They'll forget you ever existed and we can both be free. Yes. And Nightshade's like, oh, damn, I'm really, really upset you said that. Really wish you hadn't said that. (laughs) Yeah, it's time for a fight. Unfortunately... Uh, Nightshade is a baby and Tarantulas is much better at fighting than they are. And very quickly, he has them webbed up um, outside. Yeah, the the fight like leaves the tomb. It's actually a pretty cool fight scene, like crawling over the... the yeah. uh, oh, I love the, way, I love the way Tarantulas is animated in this episode. He's very spidery. Yeah, even in his... So, um, in his like yeah. root mode, he does the standard tarantulas things where he just uh the like the doc ock thing where he just um walks on his legs walks on his spider legs as opposed to his like bipedal legs Mm -hmm. um and like the way he like moves up and down walls in the bipedal mode is also really interesting because it's again it's very doc ock like i think that probably was a, a huge influence Almost certainly. The specifically Sam Raimi Doc Ock. Yeah, including the fact that, you know, he's a very sympathetic villain, just like that version of Doc Ock is. Yeah. Um obviously along yeah, along with that, the other inspiration is the is is comics tarantulas, but we'll get there. Yes. Um but yeah, so Nightshade is webbed up, can't move. Uh but this this is when they, they draw inspiration from the Wing Sentinel. Uh, and see, because so the author's tomb, D. E. O'Neill's tomb, uh, has a version of the the like owl logo from the cover of the book on top of it. Um, and so Nightshade scans that to become a bitchin' owl. Hey, ooh, they you look know what so this, cool. You know what this bitchin' owl has? Fucking wing lasers! Holy yeah. shit, this homie! Is, yeah, so this I think this is probably the first time. Someone has scanned their alt mode from a fucking statue. Yeah. And it's actually one of the things that they said to Tarantulas in their early er, conversation about alt modes um, was um, after Tarantulas says it should be a further expression of yourself, they'd say, oh, so that's why you chose such an unusual. Yeah. Like an an unusual form for yourself. And Tarantulas was like, that's right. Uh, but no one else seems to appreciate it. Um, so, you know, they they choose an unusual expression for themselves. Um, and it's bitchin'. <laughs> it looks so cool. Also, Nightshade's new robot design looks great. Yes. It is sort of like just their base design cranked up to 11. Um, yeah, the, the ears are spikier. They're, they're green now. Um, which I assume means that uh uh jawbreaker will be orange why do you assume that wait because hashtags purple oh we gotta complete the color wheel yeah so 
Yeah, they 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 defeat Tarantulas. Um, this is when everyone else rolls up. Bumblebee, Bumblebee, and everyone else, and they 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 have Tarantulas. Uh, they had Tarantulas at, gun, at Stinger Point here. Um, but Nightshade's it, like, wait. Yeah, Bumblebee's stop. like, well, well, well. Is it if it isn't the old bastard Tarantulas? I've been waiting <laughs> to pop you for a long time. Anyway, say your prayers. And Nightshade's like, hold up, hold up, whoa, stop. Hey, whoa. Um, anyhow, this is the, they say they're like, you know, everyone deserves a second chance. Uh, hashtag warns them all the ghost is closing in. Cause you know, she, she has the access she, to the ghost comms. She has spidey sense, but just for ghost, which is great. Yeah. So Tarantulas apologizes to Nightshade. And then, uh, cause the, the, you know, the Terrans and Bumblebee obviously cannot be seen by ghost. Uh, yeah. He also kind of apologizes to all of them yeah he, he didn't know he literally, yeah look he was not trying to hurt anyone he literally just didn't know what the situation was this is and this is where i started crying because he's, he's like fucked up. go with your family you have to get out of here they cannot catch you i will be the distraction and i was like what yeah. if i cried over tarantulas in the year yeah. of the lord 2024 um so he Leaves behind the holographic projector. By the way, when he le- when he runs, uh, he leaves it behind for Nightshade, and then the last thing we see of Tarantulas is him is him getting uh, fleeing through the woods, leading Ghost away from uh, from the Terrans. I can't believe I'm so upset about Tarantulas. <laughs> what a good spider he is. This sh- show continues to do the impossible. All right. Well, speaking of. Uh fondly thought of decepticons that's right i love this episode this is the one that almost that this is the one that got to me mostly because danny pewdy is good at acting um the 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 uh, robot yaoi that's right this is a robot yaoi i was Uh, like wow robot like the slow the slow-mo and everything robot yaoi all right um security protocols episode 14 Uh, Bumblebee is at a racetrack doing some stunts and ghost agents are there and, and figure out that it's him. Bumblebee, you ignorant slut. Bumblebee, you fucked up. Bumblebee, uh, wake up, wake up, you fucked up big time, yeah, Schloter. So, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so Schloter is now on the case once again. Um, um Schloter also gets like really good character development in this oh, episode. He's, so good in the, yeah, he's, he's great in this episode. Great in this, this uh, I I put this in like between these two episodes, between Tarantulas and Schloter, and even break to an extent breakdown in this episode, but mostly the two of them, Tarantulas and Schloter, this really is like the most multi-dimensional cast of characters. Yeah. The most like nuanced and morally gray like cast of characters i think i've seen in any children's media in like years yeah everyone even if they are antagonists for the most part they are like like unless your name is fucking man (laughs) man yeah like i'm even on the fence about croft at this point because who knows what she you know her motivations Mm -hmm. are so uh we cut over to the Malto's farm after that cold open where uh, Twitch is very aggravated to see that everybody, instead of doing real training, they're just 
helping Bumblebee train for this fucking race? And she's like, are you kidding me? Like, we're not ready. What if something happens and we're not ready? And Thrash is like, chill out. It's fine. The rest of the characters, like all of the Terrans and all all the kids, literally Mm -hmm. all the kids, are the side story in this episode. Yeah. But... It is, like, a really important Twitch episode. Yeah, this is a big one. Even so. So, yeah, the the reason it's called Security Protocols is because they get panic-roomed by accident. Um, Which I think is (laughs) really funny to just slip ahead. So there's a point where... Hashtag and... uh... And Nightshade have been working on... They have been turning the dugout beneath the barn into a fucking fortress yeah an impenetrable fortress um from both sides no one enters or leaves it's safe that way um (laughs) and it automatically goes into shutdown when ghost vehicles approach yes which must have been hashtag's contribution yes because she has like the the specs for all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, however, uh, when when programming in the automated uh, unlock after the threat has left, Nightshade accidentally put in a few extra ge- zeros. Instead of making it ten minutes after the threat has left, it's ten hours. Yeah. They made a little oopsie. Um, <laughs> uh, so what happens is Agent Schloter is... Um, arriving and they go into lockdown. Yeah, well, there's there's some setup here first with Twitch and Thrash because they they start. Oh right, fighting. yeah. Like and not like, not like sibling like play fighting or whatever. Like there's 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 real beef here. Twitch basically, um, you know, mad that everyone is ignoring her like points of like we have to actually train because who knows when something might happen. She starts like shooting at Thrash, um, and is like, "Oh, oh, oh, watch out! It's training. Are you ready for it?" And they both get really mad at each other, and Bumblebee tells them to hit the dugout to cool off. Yeah. Um, and this and, is when Schloder arrives. And then Schloder arrives, and Bumblebee is outside of the barn when it happens. Yeah, so he has to hide. He yeah he does not he does not get caught in this but all the rest of them get caught in ten hour lockdown. There's a very funny thing. There's a very funny because he's like out. He's like um he's stuck out. He's like tapping on the door to let them in. Uh, oh yeah. And while everyone is arguing, you can see on the screen in the background him him on the cameras tapping on the floor. Yeah. So he he like rounds the corner and sees see Schloder there, and then immediately like runs back inside the barn. He's like, "Let me in! Let me in! Let me in! Let me in!" Yeah. Um, but no and, one can open the door. And they're not even, they're not arguing at this point. Even they're <laughs> hashtag and Nightshade are showing off all the cool features. Yes, they are. They're they're bragging about all the great sh- all the all how how impenetrable it is. Yeah. They haven't even gone to the point where it's ten hours into lo- ten hour lockdown yet. They're just like showing off. They're like, "Yeah, check it out, pure titanium. Nothing's getting in or out. What's good?" And outside, like Bumblebee's knocking. But um, eventually, Schloder uh, goes in to talk to the Maltos, and they- <laughs> there's this great scene where they're just like staring at Schloder over yes. coffee, and Schloder staring back at them. 
And he goes, you know, I've hunted a lot of Decepticons. But do you want to know the particularly plump white whale that has eluded me? He says this while slowly stroking a bumblebee mug. Yeah. <laughs> Having poured coffee into it from a bumblebee kettle. Uh-huh. Um, and Alex is like, no. And Chiller's like, bumblebee. <laughs> it's bumblebee. We it's have like, photos. Yeah, he's like, he's like, he's like, he puts on the fucking uh, conspiracy board. It's like, we've been tracking. There have been mysterious yellow vehicles winning races all over the world. And, but we, you know, we, scans have come up empty on, on it being a cyber journey. But when we scan the Energon afterburner that he's using. <laughs> The boost, it's the Energon insane. boost. And yeah, then, he's got Energon Nitrous, which is the thing that actually gets Bumblebee busted here. And everyone's yes. like, bro. Um, also, there's this funny thing, which means, and he, so he goes, which means, say it with me, it's Bumblebee in disguise. And yeah. like Alex and Malto just look at him and he goes, you didn't say it with me. And he's like, I have photographic evidence taken last night at Wiki Racetrack that uh, confirms this. And he throws... A photograph on the table, and they look at it, and it's a picture of him eating two hot dogs. And he goes, "No, no, no, not that one. Wrong one. That's that's personal." I kind of love him. <laughs> what, what is, he's he's what? growing on me like a fungus a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Then he throws the actual one, which is of course Bumblebee speeding away. Um, and Alex is like, "Oh, I see. You think he scanned the car that I have." Because, of course, yeah. the cover story is that Bumblebee is Alex's uh, exotic European supercar. Yeah. Alex is like, that would be so flattering. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> and Schlutter's like, yes, it would be. Which is why you're coming with me and we're going to use you and your car to bait Bumblebee out. Yep. And so, yet again, Alex gets press ganged into a ghost mission. Um... And after they leave, Dot goes to the barn. and is like, "Hey, well, this is well, well, wait, well, this is where before Dot goes out, this is where they all figure out they're in ten hour lockdown. Yes, because like we have to go out and help them. Twitch sees there's in one of the garden flamingos. There's a camera, and uh, lawn flamingos, and Twitch sees on the screen Schloder like steering Alex into the ghost van and she's like hold up hold up everyone stop talking we like they're taking dad he's, he's taking dad we have to go like we have to save him what if what if he's in trouble what if you know he's going to do who knows what to him in in ghost facilities and then Nightshade's like well okay um for like an extra safety measure we made it so that there had to there was like a 10 minute buffer after Ghost left the premises, um, before lockdown ended, and they point up at, you know, a timer, and Robbie looks at it and goes, hey, Nightshade? Nightshade goes, yeah? Why does it say 10 hours? And they go, huh. Oops. <laughs> and they go, oh, shit. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> so yeah, this is when Dot goes to talk to Bumblebee, and she's like, are you fucking kidding me why are you yeah. wearing races she's so pissed off and she's Bumblebee, like, like, wake like, up you look. fucked up big time and he's like listen to me it's not what you think 
I I only enter these races because I'm looking for someone, someone who's really important to me, and the o- that's the only way I can track them down. It's for the Yowie dot. <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> um, he, he's like, listen, there was someone to me that was like a brother. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Um, and I haven't seen him, but I know he does these races, and we're both running from Ghost, and it's the only place I know where he can show up. Please let me go race. Yeah, and Dot's and like, like it's, yeah, you know it's a trap, right? Yeah, Dot's like, are you stupid? And Bumblebee's like, well, I can't not go now. Then they'll know someone tipped me off. So yeah, it's a, it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. Um, so there you go. Dot has a plan. Um, and yeah, this is where we finally meet. We figured because they had, you know, it's been a mystery who Bumblebee is talking about, but uh, Bumblebee heads to the racetrack early. And breakdown is there of the uh, stunticons. I this is old school G one breakdown. Yes, this, this is, is not this is not big buff prime style breakdown. This this is, is, this is classic breakdown. White chassis, orange face, blue helm, old school G one breakdown. It is so cool to see. Yeah, and and he and Bumblebee do the predator handshake, and like specifically. And specifically, like, he says he's a stunticon. I love yeah. this. Because like, Bumblebee kind of chastises him about being an adrenaline junkie and and, and Breakdown says, uh, well, what can I say? I'm a stunticon at heart. He's got a very deep voice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sonic, Sonic on t- two years on T. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's like, I, I'm, I'm a stunticon deep down and then they get into a fight and bumblebee's like well you're not you didn't have to be you chose to be a decepticon uh, you know the the past comes up the you know that we were closer than brothers but now we have to race each other anakin um, so but you know bumblebee basically basically says look if you can beat me in this race i'll give you you know but break down once the energon suppressor bumblebee uses to hide from ghost he he wants it and bumblebee um, just wants breakdown to stop Putting himself at risk. Yes, and Bumblebee's like, if I win, you have to stop this. You have to like come retire, find a secure like come find a secure hiding place. I'll I'll set you up somewhere. They are. It's, I it's do very I... clear that Breakdown is not one of these Decepticons who's actively trying to get the war restarted. This isn't like oh, a, yeah. a Sky Warp situation or anything. He's not out there doing shit. He just wants to have fun. Yeah. Um. It seems like a lot of them are that way. I mean, Tarantulas was the same way. Yeah, uh, uh, only the ones that have fallen in with Mandroid, the Seekers. And then I guess also, well, Swindle and Hardtop, I think, are just generally nuisances. Yeah. I don't know if they're trying to restart the war. I think they're just... I mean, assholes. Soundwave is. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Soundwave definitely has his stuff going on. Soundwave is. Um, oh, I, I do want to point out, they are interrupted in the middle by the same ghost agent getting soft serve again. They love ice cream. It's the same guy as last time. He loves ice cream. He loves so soft it's a big serve. race, uh, and luckily they can watch the race because hashtag can put it up on the on the on the screens there. Uh, we, before we get to before we get to the race itself, um, there is a cutback over to the kids, um, mm-hmm. that I want to point out to because um, this is when. This is the, yeah, Twitch. The this is when Twitch starts getting furious at Thrash or whatever. Um, 
And she starts like, she starts like losing it. She's like, yeah, this is why I'm so mad at you guys for not taking this seriously. Because now we're stuck here and dad's in trouble and we can't do anything about it because we're fucking stuck here. And everyone's like, you know, calm down. She's like, no, no, I'm not going to be calm. This is, I am upset because this is an upsetting situation. And to a, to reiterate, I would die for Twitch. In a heartbeat. Oh my god, she's <laughs> she's so good. The end of this got to me so much. Oh my god, the, yeah. I mean, we'll we'll talk about that when we get there. But oof, what like a final shot. Um, and then second of all, like the autistic plus eldest daughter combination Whoa. is like a hell of a drug. That's yeah. That's a, that's a hard that's a hard one to get. That's a, that's the best. That's no good. <laughs> And you can you're gonna, you're she gonna is, have a bad time. She is not doing well with it. It's really it, it it's really interesting how the dynamic has changed after yeah. the three new Terrans arrived because while she and Thrash were very distinctly like the younger siblings to Mo and Robbie before, she is obviously the eldest child. Mm-hmm. Um even though like Mo and Rob there's almost like two sets of siblings at this point. Um, And they all love each other equally, but it's like, it's the group of them, the seven of them together, and then it's Mo and Robbie and the five Terrans, and then it's the four of them, Mo and Robbie and Thrash and Twitch, who are all psychically linked. Um, So... It's it's interesting, but she's she's definitely stepping into the eldest daughter role, and it is yeah. like not going super well. She just yeah, she, she cares so much. Yeah, she just she just said he tells Thrash like the reason I've been so hard on you guys is because I am I am so worried that something is going to happen and it'll be my fault because it'll be on my watch. And she actually, actually, it's interesting because she she echoes a lot of the sentiment that Tarantulas was talking about in the previous episode yeah. where she's like, I am so tired of being scared of my mm-hmm. family getting hurt, of people I love being taken away from me. I'm tired of it. I don't want to feel this way anymore. Um, I want to hide in, in you know, the, inter- interesting. She says this while hiding in an underground space, much like Tarantulas was. Hmm. Though, to be Parallels. fair, that is not by her choice. No. <laughs> That's by her sibling misremembering mis- how many O's are in ten minutes. Yeah. Um. Anyway, back at back at the racetrack, we, Agent Croft is here, and she's here to <laughs> raz on her st- brother. <laughs> the stands? This was amazing. The stands are entirely ghost agents in their full fucking creepy helmets. Yeah, Alex, it's like all these ghost agents and then Alex and like with Schloder and Alex is like, is everyone here ghost? And like Croft is like, yes. And so Croft comes over and is like, yup, John here invited everyone, didn't you, John? Yeah, yeah calling him John, giving him the old first name, not Agent Schloder. Ooh, <laughs> that's how you know she's mad. Yeah. It's like, it better be good, because otherwise you will have failed in front of literally the entire agency. And Trailer's like, it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. So, it's the race. There's a few other, like, human racers, but of course we have Breakdown and Bumblebee there. Um, there isn't a race. Yeah, the secret <laughs> is that there isn't a race. They just <laughs> they just surround the racetrack. 
and hold Bumblebee at gunpoint. Uh, but then here's where the plan comes out because when they, when they point their guns at Bumblebee, it's a Dot's uh, trick. Yeah, Dot gets out. She's in a fucking like racing jumpsuit, and she says, "Okay, she looks good. you got me." I didn't want to tell Alex that I've been <laughs> souping up his car and taking it out to race. It was going to be a surprise. I love that she says this as though she was, like, taking it overseas. Yeah, we, yeah, we know he... The- Bumblebee, Bumblebee said he <laughs> raced in the Philippines. Yeah. So, Dot, yeah, Dot's like, I've been flying all over the world. I've been living a Fast and Furious movie. And, like, transporting this car with me there. Um, uh, but one of the agents comes up and scans the car and is like, well, there's no uh, Energon signature on this one. However, and then turns around to Breakdown uh, and gets and gets the reading. And uh, this is so good. Breakdown just goes, ah, well. And then transforms and goes, you'll never take me alive and starts blasting. Yeah. I love him. Oh, it's so good. I love the Stunticons. I hope we get more Stunticons besides just Breakdown. I love Breakdown, but I would love to see the other Stunticons. I need more Motor Give me Dead right? End, please. Uh, yeah, get me. The Stunticons are such a group of complete fucking jackasses it's amazing oh and my god motormaster is... can we get motormaster yeah. in here please i love that the reason menasaur is so stupid is because they all hate each other <laughs> yeah. and can't like they're all just they can't coordinate their limbs yeah but so menasaur is just fucking a, a dipshit um <laughs> the fucking virgin menace menasaur versus chad uh uh, Devastator. Devastator. Yeah. Chad absolutely. Devastator that's fucking on the battlefield. So, uh, Bumblebee at this point, he's like, okay, I love this because, like, Bumblebee has been. Oh, well, okay. actually, sorry, very quickly, before we get there, there is one line from Schroeder that I want to talk about before Breakdown yeah. reveals himself, where Dot steps out of the car and it's like, and Schroeder's like, damn, okay. Well, I guess I was wrong. That's pretty embarrassing because literally the entire agency is here. Uh, but uh, <laughs> take it down, boys. Just uh, set it back. Take it down like a pinata yeah. of broken dreams. Yeah. Uh, that's when Breakdown goes apeshit. Yeah. And also Bumblebee goes apeshit because what happens is Breakdown's shooting uh, almost knocks it. This is actually a really good. Moment. I love this moment. So yeah. he 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 knocks down the scoreboard, the big the big like scoreboard over the stands, and it almost crushes Schloder and a bunch of so other Bumblebee, ghost agents. Yeah, so Bumblebee transforms and and saves them, and you expect oh Schloder will 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 clearly uh, see things differently after this. No commercial break. Immediately they start shooting him. Yeah, and Bumblebee's like, Bumblebee's like, get, Bumblebee's holding this, like, straining under there, yeah. and he's like, get out of here, I can't hold this for long, and Schroeder's like, Bumblebee, I knew it, get him. <laughs> get him, yeah, it's so good, it's so good. So now Bumblebee and Breakdown are are trying to get out of here together. Um, the, the track, I just want to shout out the music here as well, because mm-hmm. the track underlay here is just this heavy bass. Yeah. Uh, like uh, drum and bass, and oh, it's so good. So this fight course, scene is the... sick. 
Yeah, so the Terrans by this point they've they the their free got cut off when Breakdown revealed himself and blew everything up. Um but Twitch uh is completely freaking out now. She is literally just hitting the doors with her swords. Yeah, she's trying to cut them down. It's not working at all. But she so, she says I can't just stay here and do nothing. So at this point Don and Alex have fled the arena. Uh, but Breakdown and Bumblebee are still surrounded. They they get surrounded by ghost agents. And Dot fucking <laughs> rigs up a ghost truck to crash into them. Okay, I want to talk about this real quick. Because right before Dot does this, um, Bumblebee and Breakdown have like a moment where it looks like they're going to get away. And it's like, okay, let's now let's go. And then immediately they're circled by ghosts. Yep. And Breakdown looks over his shoulder at Bumblebee. He's like, sure I can't pop these guys. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Bumblebee's like, listen, please just like try not to hurt anyone. Then we cut over to Dot, who's like, I'm gonna kill as many ghost agents as it yeah, takes. I don't just, give a shit. She just fucking rigs up this truck to hit the gas. Also, Breakdown definitely blows some trucks up. He he RCs some of these guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, um there's also I, I do there's also one sequence with breakdown before all of this where he like dodges there's this like slow-mo thing of him dodging all of both cuffs mm-hmm. and stasis oh, cuffs so cool. and missiles. Yeah, <laughs> and he's you like just matrixing see, through them. Yeah, he like matrixes through them and then like it ends with him transforming and it's like all just one smooth motion. It looks so sick. Um so this the big truck gambit opens up a, a path for the two. Um and so they, they get out of the encirclement. Unfortunately, Croft has the psychopath gun, um, and is just fucking stationed up to the exit of the arena and just starts just starts blasting. Yeah. So their gambit at this point is just drive straight at them and try to yes. like break through. And breakdowns like, yeah, here's another fucking, uh, here's another fucking wager for you. Be first one to get there, uh, escapes. Or so, no, or no, no winner no, gets to be it's the diversion. Cooler. It's so much cooler. Yeah, winner gets to be the diversion. Um, um, and then he like slaps like Bumblebee behind him, and it's yes. in, in this like really cool anime ass shot. It's of, so like, anime. Look, I love the, I love these two so much. Uh, of robot like robot Yowie. Yeah, the robot Yowie. Um, again, the shot we get, okay. So they, Bumblebee, so he, Breakdown starts driving towards, he like slaps Bumblebee behind him in this like really cool, again, like pause slow motion shot like you get in anime when someone's just like, you know, waves a hand or is like, see ya, kind of thing. Um, and Breakdown starts like gunning it towards ghost agents and Bumblebee's like, hey, what? Hey, no, stop. And like transforms and guns after him. And because he is in front, Breakdown takes the brunt of the damage. Yeah, he gets um, the shit shot out of him. Um, his wheel, his front wheel takes off its axis. His other wheel, like, grinds down to the pavement. Doesn't matter. He keeps going. And th- he charges, manages to get to the barricade and charges through and transforms. And this shot is stunning. Yes. So he's like, Bumblebee comes here and he like transforms as Bumblebee arrives and like literally lifts Bumblebee in his hand at, in as Bumblebee's in car mode still and 
flings him up using his own momentum to sort of help fling him up. And there is a shot as Bumblebee flips over him, he transforms into his root mode and they just stare. There's this like gorgeous, gorgeous shot of the two of them staring at each other um, in this moment, literally suspended in time, suspended in the air. um, And then Bumblebee's on the other side of the barricade. This is where Danny Pudi gives a, just a great like scream of breakdown no, and his voice cracks. He's good. I love this Bumblebee. Oh, the Yowie. Uh, and yeah, and Bumblebee. This is a big thing. I, I, you know, I like it when a show is like, "No, we're changing the status quo for real," uh, because Bumblebee is exposed now. They know about him now. He is no longer uh, undercover. He is no longer. It is no longer safe for oh. him to be at the farm. Actually, that's an important part. There is a moment before this where this is what happens before they get encircled is Schloeder is able to capture Bumblebee with wire by his leg and his arm. And Schloeder looks at him and goes, like, almost despairingly. Like, he's almost like, you can see he's really genuinely torn up about it. He's like, Bumblebee, I don't know why you went rogue. But, like, it doesn't have to be like this. If you just come quietly, I'm sure we can, you know, work something out and, like, understand what happened. But if you don't, you're going to be spending the rest of your life in a ghost cell. And you can see Bumblebee consider it. Yeah. Um, But then eventually he starts fighting against the Bonds and that's when Shiller's like, all right, bag him. Um, but then Breakdown shows up and frees his boy. Yeah, and that's when they get the encircled. But it's it's like this crisis of conscience for Schloeder. It's like the first time you yeah. see him be like, not just, I want to capture Bumblebee, but like, I want to understand what went wrong. Because you can see that like Bumblebee was a hero for him as well. Yeah. And like that he just doesn't understand what happened or what went wrong. So now uh, Bumblebee's on the run and Schloeder's gonna, is on his tail. Yeah, um, he gives the Maltos a ride home. He gives Dot and Alex a ride home, and he says, well, I promise. Well, no, there's something really important before that. Um, so Dot and Alex are trying to make their escape, and Croft has them surrounded. Right. And she's Croft like... Croft is yeah, what they knew. Yeah, so Croft, Croft is like, all right, well, we lost, we lost Bumblebee, but uh, let's... Uh, but please, you know, apprehend these uh accessories um to harboring to harboring a uh a rogue autobot a rogue autobot in their home and and shoulders like whoa what are you stop no what are you doing that like they were deceived by bumblebee as much as we were and this isn't us this isn't what ghost does we protect people like the maltos not and he like gestures to like the guns pointed at the maltos and he goes not whatever this is um, and there's a moment that you can see where Croft, Croft clearly knows <laughs> that the Maltos yeah. are not innocent, quote unquote, oh, yeah. innocent here. Um, but she looks at Schloeder and she, you know, looks at her brother and looks at this and sees, sees sort of what is important to him. And she's like, all right, fine. Um, like, don't let me see you again, basically. Um, and that's when Schloeder's like, it's fine. I'm sorry about that. Let me drive you home it's the least i can do you both had a really long night yeah and when they get there he said you know he says 
I promise I will I will stop at nothing to capture Bumblebee. And Don Thank and you, Alex are like, like, you've been fooled. Don and Alex are like, great. <laughs> so happy. Um, cool. This is the point where the, the doors the doors have finally opened. Um, and the Terrans and the kids have come out. And they realize that Bumblebee is missing. And Dot has to tell them that he probably won't be coming back because he has to go into hiding again. For all of their safety. And Twitch takes it about as you might expect. Twitch gets to have a new experience, and that experience is crying. Yeah, so she, she's hold, been holding her sword. She just lets them fall to the ground and just sort of stands there. And Thrash runs over to hug her. And she just, you know, he's like, I'm so sorry. Uh, and, and Twitch just says in, like, barely contained rage, not on my watch. Or, yeah. No, because it's something it's something about Bumblebee specifically that she says not on my yeah. watch, too. And it's like, I'm sorry, um, you know, uh, Ghost Ghost is going to be looking for him. And she's like, not on my watch. And it's like, oh, I, I would kill and die for you. She is so good. She is the most character ever. I, I'm like, I, I can't believe they made a character this good. She's great. Yeah. Like, truly an all-timer. Um, so we got quite a few questions this yeah. week. Obviously, people were excited for the return of the Spider-Boy. Yes. Um, and who wouldn't be? I mean, I did I did make a very purposeful choice when I made this uh, question. Um. So first over on Twitter, we got one question on Twitter from what is Cosplay Cass over on Twitter. <laughs> how much of a chaser is this version of Tarantulas, and how does this compare to his Beast Wars and IDW versions? Could not be more opposite. Yeah. Beast Wars... <laughs> Look, Beast Wars Tarantulas is all of the most nightmarish grinder conversations you've ever seen about that stuff. You know it. You know he's on there. I don't know about IDW. Because he's... The thing about IDW Tarantulas, he's still kind of a freak, but not as as potent of a freak i also think idw tarantulas i also think idw is less of a sexual freak yes tarantula bezor tarantulas is a, a pervert yes that is a pervert like like that's yeah i think that's the difference is that like beast wars is a pervert idw is a freak he's yes. he's not right but he's not a pervert yeah, but meanwhile, Tarant- Beast Wars Tarantulas is like, ooh, I want to eat that rat. Ooh, I want to gobble you up and drink all your blood. Ooh, I'm going to put you in my bondage web. Yeah, yeah, no. Ooh. Beast Wars is, is a pervert, and um, I, yeah, I don't, I, I think, I, I just really love this version of Tarantulas. I don't think he's a chaser. I think he's, no. I think he's earnestly a good boy. I think he's mostly normal, which is just shocking for tarantulas frankly yeah uh though again uh, him being played by alfie allen is like an interesting choice about what that it is what that could mean <laughs> um so that's it for twitter um over on discord scoot from tf2 daphnis has posted a photo of his own cat nightshade um who is winning in a fight nightshade parentheses weighs 15.5 pounds can turn into a boo-boo wheel has eaten a spider parentheses or nightshade probably weighs like a quarter ton can turn into a bird of prey has accepted a spider as their queer elder 
I am going to give it to the strong... giant. No, 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 no. Boo-boo wheel is a very strong technique. It's hard. It's hard to beat that. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I'm going to give it to the giant non-binary owl robot. <laughs> I mean, it's it's stiff competition, but I I also must vote for that only slightly. Once again, boo-boo wheel very powerful. I'm pretty sure in the wild, owls prey on cats and not the other way around. Probably. I'm pretty sure that's true. Birds of prey are scary. Yeah. Um, short scream. Chat asks if you put Earthspark tarantulas, Beast Wars tarantulas, and IDW tarantulas in the same room, how well would they get along with each other? Okay, Earthspark and IDW would get along great, and they'd both try to kill Beast Wars. Yeah, like it would be a situation where they it, it, they would both beat the shit out of Beast Wars tarantulas. Yeah. As soon as he opened his fucking freak mouth. Yep. Uh, Nero from Disney Minus asks, "What would happen in their respective series if you swapped Earthspark tarantulas and Beast Wars tarantulas?" Um, oh god! Oh god! Beast Wars would be a much shorter shorter series because tarantulas would yeah. just affect tarantulas. Okay, here's the thing: we'll learn in future seasons of Beast Wars. Tarantulas causes a lot of problems in Beast Wars. Yeah, he already has caused some, but we haven't gotten to the level of problems that man causes. Okay. Um, Earthspark Tarantulas, yeah, would just join the Maximals. Meanwhile, uh, there would be a lot more missing persons cases in it, Wiki, because he'd be eating people. See, I disagree. I disagree with that because, um, almost nothing would change in Earthspark because Tarantulas would have been caught immediately and put into mega solitary confinement. Yeah, he would not be able to fucking keep in hiding. He would, he would, like I said, he would be eating people. Yeah. Mega solitary confinement. Yeah, he's a, he's he's in the he's in sub basement level seven. Yeah, in his own special cell. His Croft is like I don't want to look at that one. That one makes that one <laughs> creeps me out. Yeah, um, he's like he's like Hannibal Lecter. He's in the fucking glass. Yeah. <laughs> um, Veer also asks which characters that haven't shown up yet would you like to appear in the show either as a guest appearance or as part of main cast i i think they've chosen some incredible polls frankly um i think yeah one of the ones i always gravitate to um because i've never seen them really done in a way that i find satisfying since g1 is the lambo twins yeah they never really get their time in the spotlight i mean idw sunstreaker and sideswipe both had interesting enough individual stories particularly sunstreaker they they were never really together but they were never really together and i really i like the dynamic of having a split spark of like what that means to be like brothers genuinely i'd like to see i'd like to see some constructicons with like two or three of them dead or captured already and like what does that mean for the rest of them oh yeah that'd be that'd be really dark though (laughs) it would but you know um and of course we also said we'd like to see some more sonicons because those guys are just freaks yeah the sonicons um i also think since we already have some deep pulls for uh for the seekers i'm telling you put in sunstorm he's out there somewhere he's got a cult going i just know it yeah um sidewinder sabrina asks it seems like nightshade is getting their own dad too do you think any other bots will end up having a mentor like figure like nightshade and twitch also if dinobot from beast wars showed up would he be renamed or would the dinobots have a different title okay for the first one i 
I do, like I said, I do know that hashtag we're friends is specific to Septicon. I'm not going to say who. And I know that Jawbreaker befriends a specific Autobot. And I'm not going to say who. Um, we both have forbidden knowledge. We both have forbidden knowledge. I would say that the character that hashtag befriends is not a father figure. So, you know, the answer is res- probably no responsible for her. one anyway. Um... Oh, for um, for Jawbreaker. Well, for 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 hashtag, because I also know I also know the secret. Oh, you know who? Ha- I know. I if you know, I know. You know, I know. I think we, I I'm pretty sure I also know uh, Jawbreakers. <laughs> um. Um. So, but yeah, I mean, I feel yeah. We we know that they're gonna get one. Obviously, I think ever. I think all of the Terrans. I guess Thrash doesn't have like. A sort of non-Bumblebee mentor figure, yeah. Yeah, I wonder, who would be a good mentor figure for Thrash? RC. RC could be a good one. I just want to see them hang out. They could put Ironhide in. I think Ironhide would be a really good mentor figure for Thrash. I want, I want, I want, I need need old-ass Ironhide. Yeah. I need need crotchety old man Ironhide. That's that's who I need. That's who I'd like to see in, uh, in this show. Um... Dinobot from Beast Wars showed up. Um, he would not be renamed. The Dinobots would have a different title. Yeah, maybe they go with the the one with the Y and the Dinobots, which is what they sometimes use when they're on Cybertron. Yeah, I don't know. Dinobots never really shown up again. Yeah, other than Beast Wars probably or they might... for that very reason. Or they might just go by their names. I mean, we see Grimlock. Presumably, we'll see Grimlock again. He was in the little uh, like g1 style intro yeah like the g1 style exposition yeah thing. so he's he's kicking around somewhere yeah um from aurora spark you think it would be possible for a transformer to like jump from alt mode to alt mode like they were kirby that appears so to be get, canon so you get fucking six changers um or i guess triple changers well, are like a specific thing yeah i mean it's it, that's just yeah, I mean, transforming seems to be in this show basically like hitting Control C. You can yeah. hit you can hit Control V as many times as you want, but as soon as you theoretically, as soon as you copy something out, that's what's in your clipboard. Theoretically, uh, they are always able to do that. It's just that uh, you don't you can't make that many toys, right? And and I think you know, given the lore of the Nightshade episode in particular, and the idea that it is expression of the self. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a very personal thing. Yeah. It's probably, I would say it's probably similar to like, is getting okay. a, a big haircut. Yeah. So I was about to say, is, is someone who changes alt modes frequently, like someone who dyes their hair a lot and, and does it very differently every time? Yeah. Someone who changes their alt mode, um, a lot, uh, is the Ramona Flowers of the Transformers world but like yeah you know i think it's something that's probably like a significant change um but not difficult to do just most people don't think of doing it because they grow comfortable with how they present yeah um also from aurora uh what makes a guy able to be a triple changer do you just really want to be two things do you need two t-cogs so i think this is actually like whether you know it's the equivalent of like you're kind of a genetic freak it's like it's like a specific yeah. thing you you don't i think you can be modded 
into a triple changer or a six changer or whatever, but most of the time it's like they just are inherently that. It's like an outlier ability. Yeah, I think that's how it is as well. I think you have to have like a strong load bearing spark the way like Minimus does. Yeah, that's why Six Shot is a six changer in IDW one is because he's a one percenter. Right. Um, and that's why Grimlock is so busted strong in that comic as well because he's just he's just built different. He's literally built different. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I think that's it. I, I think I think you need to have, and I think you need to have the basic equipment for multiple alt mm-hmm. modes. Yeah. Um. Because otherwise, everyone would be everyone would be triple changing. Everyone would just be like, I also want to fly. Yeah. Um. Sidewinder Sabrina asks, "How many of the Fast and Furious movies does B know by heart? All of them." He is a big fan. And does he think any are inspired by him? I think, I think in his more vain moments, Hobbs, Shaw, Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> Fuck! Does that mean does that make breakdown Dwayne Johnson? Sure does. That makes B Jason Statham. No, you gotta switch oh those. God. Okay, yeah, that's true. We gotta switch those. <laughs> um, who's Jason Momoa then? Fuck. Uh, <laughs> Android. Jesus. Um, not, it can't be Android. I don't know. I don't have a good answer, though. Um, Sabrina also asks, as an autism haver, I connect with most, if not all, of the Maltobots. What do you think is the percentage of Maltobots with autism? I think it is pretty high. Okay. I'm going to preface this by saying that I think there is a wide variety of neurodivergence that is trying to be expressed in the Maltobots. Yes. Um, some of which is autism, some of which is not. Some of which I think is textually, suppo- like, is supposed to be coded that way. And some of that, I think, is just, it's easy and nice to interpret it if you relate to that. So, you know, this is by no means word of God. But to me, Twitch is autistic coded. Mm-hmm. And I think purposefully oh, sure. so. And hashtag is ADHD coded and I think purposefully so. And those are the two that I think are purposefully being coded as neurodivergent. I think Thrash is also pretty ADHD, right? Like in a different sort of way than than uh hashtag. And we already said Jawbreaker has anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> Jawbreaker just boy. has anxiety. My poor boy with his gibbon arms. But that being said, I think there is a combination of like actual textual like implications for for all of the multibots and also just like a combination of being born yesterday where yep. adjusting to a new world where they are the first of their species um where they are trying to fit in between two cultures that they have no experience in cybertronian and human um while also trying to figure out who they themselves are um creates i think that kind of um feeling of alienation that becomes really common for a lot of people who who are neurodivergent um so i think it's not surprising that people who are uh, who are autistic or who have adhd or any other sort of neurodivergence see themselves reflected in these characters whether or not they're supposed to be coded that way Yep. Um, cool. From Soundwave's Big Naturals. How big would the paper roll used to smash tarantulas have to be? 
You have to get really, you get a really big one. You know, it's really or a cup. If you put them on a cup, oh my god, that's the world's biggest cup. You know, it's really funny about this question is that just yesterday I was reading a Disco Elysium fic where, um, Harry remembered one of his like previous cases and he almost got it was in like a paper factory and he almost got crushed by a big roll of paper, except Jean saved him before it could happen. So. Damn. Probably that big. Pretty big, yeah. Um, Fairly large. <laughs> uh, Sneeper from TF2 Ajax asks, "What was your favorite chapter book as a child slash teenager?" Bonus points for things no one else has heard of. All right, I have one for you. Um, Shades Children. Oh, I've never heard of that one. Yeah, hell yeah, Shades Children is um. A novel by Garth Nix, who is better known. Oh, yeah, is it better known as the author of the Sabriel, the Ephorson trilogy? Um, I was super in middle school. I was like super into fantasy and sci-fi, and I read through the Ephorson series. And uh, we had in my school library this other book by him. Um, I don't remember like all the details of it, but it basically is a story about. Um, a world where, like, everyone over the age of, like, 30 or so is dead. Um, and, like, there's something that kills people when they get to that. And so it's about this group of, like, children who are, like, under the control of this, like, uh, who, like, report to this, like, shadowy figure. And then they start realizing that the shadowy figure maybe isn't trying to help them. Yeah. Um, interesting i read a lot of the i read a lot of these types of things as a kid so obviously i read um was this what do they say child slash danger i guess i can say i I, you know i read the mad i read the magic tree house i read a series of unfortunate events that one was a big influence on me i was also going to say a series of unfortunate events Uh, you know i had your usual your usual suspects your percy jackson's your artemis fowls all that stuff uh, one that I read a lot that doesn't really seem to have a whole lot of recognition, uh, not not a whole lot of breakthrough knowledge, is something called Pendragon, an Adventure Through Time and Space. I think I knew that Journal of an Adventure Through Time and Space. It's like it's like it's sort of like an epistolary novel for for babies. Um, partially. But yeah, I read all those as a kid, and those I think those are probably the most obscure ones that i read in that in like middle school oh if there i was... had to guess the other one i read okay there was Aberat. did you ever read Aberat? never never heard of that one yeah there's another one haha <laughs> look at it go i'm i'm crushing it um it's by clive right. barker what uh-huh he wrote like a young adult series uh-huh. Aberat focuses on Candy Quackenbush, a teenage girl frustrated with her life in Chicken Town, Minnesota, after an <laughs> argument with her teacher over a school project and doodling can- Candy has done in her school workbook. Candy leaves the school and goes to the edge of town where she sees the remains of a lighthouse. She finds this incredibly strange, etc. Basically, she like Aberat is this like mirror world. Um oh. and uh I I remember the um the um cover really called to me because the title um could be read is read exactly the same upside down yeah so um and then there's oh god inkheart did, did you read inkheart i did 
I, I've seen those. I've heard of them. Yeah, it. Ink Heart is the other one as well, which is kind of like Baby's Alan Wake. It's about a dude who, the daughter of a guy who like gets taken into a storybook um, and his like stories come true. Yeah. There are a few for you. There! I've had, I, I gave you several no one has heard of. Um, from, oh, semi-related. What is a, also from Ajax, semi-related. What is a book you would show to anyone you could if given the chance? Hmm. 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 Reaper Man. Interesting. Actually, I'll, I'll be right back. I have to, I have to do something real quick. Sorry. Sorry about that. Um, I'm glad you mentioned Reaper Man, uh, because my most beloved books are Terry Pratchett books. Um, mm -hmm. I would say probably either Good Omens or uh, Feet of Clay. Yeah, those are both very good. Um, where are we now? <laughs> All right. Slipstream Sam asks, question out of left field, but which Terran would... Uh, fixate on those insanely long kids book series like Magic Tree House with over a hundred books. Okay, hashtag obviously, because hashtag she, has consumed okay, all she's media. Speed read. Yeah, she speed reads though. She has read all of them. Yeah, the person who would fixate on them is Twitch because she she actually reads them. Yes, and not just download them and like process all the information. I think Nightshade, based on their behavior... That's true, that's true. We do know that they enjoy a good book now. Uh, ...would probably fixate pretty hard on them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see Thrash or Jawbreaker as particularly interested no. in them. Thrash doesn't have the time to sit down and read shit. He's got stuff to do. And also, Jawbreaker, I don't know, he just doesn't seem like I a think... kind of guy to me jawbreakers spending his time looking at like those zootopia books or whatever they were uh dinotopia no not dinotopia like the get a free like oh it, zoo books just zoo, was the it just tiger zoo poster books? it okay. is just zoo books all right well there you go zootopia is the disney movie. i'm aware of that i knew it wasn't zootopia but it was <laughs> all right zoo books great um Sidewinder Sabrina asks, uh, how many of the fake brands did you catch at the racetrack? None of them. I didn't see any of them. Yeah. I, not, I was not looking for them. I'll have to go back and look to see if there's any good ones. I love a good fake brand. Um, Aurora also asks, uh, what does Schloter use that double hot dog photo for? Oh, well, he's... Personal personal reasons. He's the glizzy goat. He is the, gl he is the glizzy gulper. He's the throat goat. Yeah. You're just mad because um, Trump isn't the throat goat. <laughs> it's John Schloter. He's the throat just... goat. Um, Aurora also asks, uh, does Alex get to get any of the Malto kids to play classic video games such as Sonic the Hedgehog for Sega Genesis? He doesn't seem like that kind of dad. I don't know. Because there's definitely kind of dads who are like, you got to play this thing from my childhood because it whips ass. And like, you think it's lame? Because it's like yeah, whatever. he doesn't see he doesn't seem like that kind of dad, unless it's about <laughs> he makes them play the the Sonic the Hedgehog knockoff starring Bumblebee, right? That's exactly, who chain who transforms into a hedgehog? Yeah. Um, do any of them get really into it? No, I don't think so. I think I do think there is like this generational divide that we've seen yeah. between Alex um, and the kids that sort of yeah. th keeps butting heads with them. Because we know, we know Robbie's gaming. Yeah. 
Um, and then finally, if you were stuck in a bunker for 10 hours with only cable TV, what sort of programs are you watching to pass the time? Oh, God. Uh, I mean, whatever cooking show I can cable? find. Cable? Yeah, I was about to say, I just, I just watched some streaming show, but cable? Oh, yeah. my God. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta find the Food Network. There's, there's a bunch on like Fox and shit. Like, I can, I can find Kitchen Nightmares or whatever. Hell's Kitchen. Let's go. Yeah, I'm sure Chopped, somewhat will show me Chopped. It's somewhere on there. And then our last question this week comes from Ruby Road Rage. Ruby, rate this tarantula as compared to other tarantula. The categories are freak, parent, and secret third option. What is that? What is our choice for the secret third option? Pervert, which is okay, yes, okay, which is Beast Wars. This is yeah, okay, this so one yeah. is parent. IDW yes. is freak. And Beast and Wars, Beast Wars is, pervert. is pervert. Yeah, just Max, Max pervert. What that abdomen do, baby girl? That's him. That's Tarantulas. Is that a thorax in your pocket or? Like he was literally going to make every protoform that he comes across into a clone of Black Arachnia. This man is a freak. I hate pervert. him. Pervert. What is going on with him? Why is he like this? Meanwhile, Tarantulas, IDW Tarantulas, has no interest in that stuff, but he will make a nightmare dimension. So, you know. Yeah. He's not exactly normal, but he's normal when standing next to Beast Wars Tarantulas. Or again, like, I don't even need normal. He just doesn't make he's me want... Slobbery. He doesn't make my skin crawl. <laughs> yeah, Beast Wars Tarantulas is a nasty, nasty man. Like... I'm fine. Like I uh, let your freak flag fr- fly. Like don't don't let me yuck your yum. But like, oof, Beast Wars just makes my skin crawl. He is a fr- he is a true pervert. That Beast Wars tarantulas. Well, we've run a bit long, so let's speed run these plugs, shall we? Yeah. You can find me on Twitter uh, at Dragon Smoocher <laughs> on co-host at Dragon. I, I get those backwards all the time. Um, Twitter, Dragon Smoocher, Coast, Dragon Snuggler, Tumblr, Cyclones of the Five at the end of it. Um, I have a Blue Sky, but I never use it. Uh, various other products in various other places, Talk Cycles, Teen Titans episode coming next month. Uh, you can find all that stuff mainly on Co-Host now. Uh, Ready for Heidland, same thing. Uh, Wednesdays, streams, we've got, a, we've got one coming up this Wednesday, which I, I guess will be in the past by the time you hear this, so I can't say go watch it. Uh, I hope you have. I hope you have watched it in the past and the future. I speak to you through the mists of time, <laughs> and that's it for me. I'm Audrey. You can find me on Tumblr, Twitter, uh, co-host and Blue Sky at Optimum on Prime. You can also listen to the other podcast I do called Pot of Greed, which is about Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, and I've also been cast in a radio drama that I have should have more information about for you all very soon. And I'll just keep it short to that for now. Um, so. Uh, Noise Space XYZ Podcasts They're there You can listen to them Um Yeah That's it So until next time I'm going to Um Fire up my wing lasers Transform and roll out I am going to Say so long suckers I Transform into a sweet sports car And peel away <laughs> From the Government agents In a In a Uh cloud of smoke and when it clears i'm in pieces on the pavement we've made that joke so many times during five d's (laughs) (laughs) i bet anyway uh peach peach